my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. episode 14. Today I'm going to talk about something that I mentioned on an earlier episode where I talked about why I think you need to have swag in your life, right? Confidence. Today I'm going to build on that as I got a couple of uh, questions on Instagram, which is awesome. Thank you. Um, One of which was like, you know, hey Case, this is great, but how do you build confidence if you have nothing to be confident about in the first place? If you have no big success or wins to base it on? I love this question. So I'm going to talk about what it means to be confident in yourself and then a couple of practical ideas to help you get there. As always, shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's at case.kenny. You know, I'm a real dude. I'm kind of a pretty chill guy. I live in Chicago. I like working out, watches. I have a lot of shoes. I like saying things like, that's lit, fam, (laughs) I guess. Uh, You know, but uh, I do take this stuff uh, pretty seriously. I love it. I want to be the best person I can. I want to help you do the same. And I love chatting with you all. So let's be friends at case.kenny on Instagram. So let's get into the good stuff. So again, to my point, uh, I came across this idea for today's episode uh, after a DM. Um, someone, you know, said that they're struggling with their self-confidence. They said that, you know, they want nothing more than to be confident in themselves, but they have nothing to be confident about. And I totally get that question. Uh, I really do. Personally, my confidence has really blossomed over the past couple of years. And these are years where I really grew up. It's years where I built businesses. I started to do well as an adult, uh, financially, socially, everything. It's the years where I, you know, finally hit puberty when I was 27. <laughs> it was great. Uh, you know, everything just kind of fell in place. And I'm, I'm a very different person uh, today than I was when I was in my early and mid-20s. You know, but to that point, a lot of my confidence was derivative of experiences and uh, success. 
you know, I became confident, for example, in my ability as an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I was named CBS Chicago's uh, Entrepreneur of the Week, for example, or Entrepreneur Magazine called my company Pursuit their favorite daily email, which is great. Uh, I became more confident in myself physically after, you know, putting the work in the gym, you know, getting compliments, things like that. You know, uh, I became more confident in my ability to hold conversation or just be more social and outgoing after hosting another podcast for the past two years, doing interviews, being on the radio, being on television, um, being in sales, things like that, right? Get it? My confidence came from accomplishment, from doing, from accomplishment. But I totally get that not everyone has had those moments in their life yet, right? Not everyone is able to just conjure up those wins in their head and establish confidence from it. I totally get that. You know, confidence begets confidence. But what do you do if you have nothing to kind of get the ball rolling in your favor? Athletes, for example, they're very confident because they take hundreds and thousands of shots and they've, they've hit game winners, right? Um, you know, a seasoned entrepreneur is much more confident than a first-timer, right? Um, Relationship-wise, if you've never had a girlfriend or boyfriend, you're probably not that comfortable with, like, flirting or with going out and socializing and meeting new people, right? So what what are you supposed to do? You know, what should you do if you feel that you have nothing to be confident about? So that's what I want to chat about now. There's a couple of things that I want you to realize. Um, Well, I guess there's two, really. I wrote these down. And the first is... Being confident doesn't mean you're confident in yourself because of all the great things you've done. Being confident in yourself is it's being cool with the things that you haven't done or the things that you've done poorly or the things that you've royally messed up. To be confident in yourself, you have to 100% embrace the times that you've messed up, the failures, the falling flat on your face, those times. And second, to be confident in yourself, you have to judge yourself as you'd like to be judged by others. And this is a big one. And that means, you know, stopping the judgment of others so harshly. And we're going to dig into these, but trust me on that one. You'll definitely feel a lot better about yourself once you do. So let's drill down. Two ideas, quick podcast, another 10 minutes, we'll be done. So first, and again, the question is, how can I be confident in myself if I have nothing to be confident about? I think we've addressed some of the underlying reasons why someone might say that. Let's just come together and agree that this really isn't the right question. I don't think you should ask yourself, you know, don't, don't ask yourself what you have to be confident about and try to build an image around that. You're going to kind of set yourself up for failure, in my opinion. Instead of being confident because of all the things that you've done and the things that you have, I've learned that you can give yourself unshakable confidence by being comfortable with the opposite, the things that you don't have, the things that you lack. Because I think that confidence 100% boils down to the things that we don't have, to our failures and to our missteps. And I, of course, I've learned this the hard way. I've learned it through a series of, you know, incredibly embarrassing moments, right? Big kind of facepalm failures, breakups, rejections, and so on and so on. Uh, I've learned that, you know, we've kind of deluded ourselves into thinking that confidence is all about being comfortable with ourselves. Now, don't get me wrong. I obviously think that's true, right? You got to be comfortable with yourself. You're going to be confident in yourself. But I think the big aha moment that I had was when I realized that I'm confident in myself because I'm comfortable and more, 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 more than okay with all the things that I haven't done, things that I haven't achieved, things that I have failed at again and again. And this can mean a lot uh, of different things to a lot of people. So personally, you know, 
Um, as an entrepreneur and business person, for example, I'm comfortable with missing deals. I'm comfortable being laughed out of rooms with being turned down for funding, being told that my company wasn't big enough or that we didn't have enough revenue. The list goes on and on. Uh, as a you know chill guy who likes fun and going out, I'm comfortable with my social life because I'm, I'm fine with being rejected. Uh, I'm fine with walking up to a girl at a bar and being told to beat it, right? At least I think so. Maybe that's not a good example. I'd probably cry myself asleep. <clears throat> Just kidding. Uh, you know, as a somewhat of a kind of a meathead guy who likes to work out, I'm fine with going to the gym and putting up big weights, I guess. But I'm fine with the fact that I know that the dude next to me is always going to be stronger with me and, than me and I won't be that strong. Right? I'm fine with it. Right? Get it? So, like, like I have a lot of goals that I want to achieve and I'm working towards them. But my lack of ha- not having yet achieved them doesn't bother me. Yes, for example, uh, I really like watches. I want to, you know, make another big purchase eventually. But not having that watch right now, it doesn't affect my confidence. Um, you know, yes, uh, I want to kind of cross the next threshold of how much money I can make in a year. But until I get there, my, my confidence is the same. Um, uh, on the personal front, yeah, I'd love to find a significant other, start a family, live that life. But until I get there, it doesn't mean that I don't have confidence in myself and my relationships, Right. There's so many things that I want that I don't have, but the lack of those things doesn't make me any less confident. So I want to encourage you to, to kind of have the same mentality, finding confidence outside of those things, outside of success. That's inherent confidence. I'm confident because I know that I'm working towards those things and those experiences, and that's all that matters. You know, there's the saying, they say, you know, shoot or shoot, right? And I, I'm out here playing ball, right? You get it? Um, but at the same time, I think as you're taking shots, you're going to get your ass handed to you. That's, that's a fact of life. Um, you know that. I know that. That's just life. And I hate to be that guy who says that you need to embrace failure because that is very cliche, but it is really true. And I think it's really important in the conversation around confidence. To be confident, we need to embrace the negatives in our life, right? The have-nots. When we're comfortable with these things, the have-nots, the never-have-dones, the tried-but-faileds, those are the things that make us confident. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. 
So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. So let's have a quick chat about about failure because I think it's really important. Um, You know, being okay with our failures, it's what gives us momentum in life. It's what gives us energy to move forward without fear of self-judgment. It's something you should crave. Um, obviously, you should try to avoid it. But when it does come, you should you should be cool with it. And I'm totally cool with failure because I, I don't stay down when I get knocked down anymore. Because I realize that failure isn't the end. It's actually the beginning. And it's crucial to growing. Uh, you know, if you just avoid failure all the time, and you just try to be comfortable, you're not going to reach your potential. I'm pretty confident in that. Uh, and again, I fail all the freaking time. Uh, I remember, I always tell this story because I remember it so vividly. This is one of my most vivid failures from when I first started uh, one of my jobs here in Chicago about five years ago. It was my second week of my new gig as a newly minted account executive at this ad tech company in Chicago. I had scheduled this meeting at an ad agency, one of our clients, where we were to present to the whole team of, of people on the other end. So 20 or 25 people. I brought my boss, brought my boss's boss. It was kind of understood that, you know, I would do the introduction, set up the meeting, and then pass it over to my boss to do the actual run-through of the material because it was my second week. I wasn't up to speed on the pitch yet. So I did that, and then boom, my VP passes it back to me, and he goes something to the extent of, now Case is going to take you through our offerings and why we're a good fit for blah, 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 blah. And I say blah, 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 because I kind of at that point definitely blacked out, turned into an absolute mess, sweating you know, muttering, mumbling, stumbling through the material. Um, and I don't think it was even resemblant uh, of what you would call a presentation. But anyway, point being, I totally crashed, totally burned, went down in flames. Obviously, my bosses were there, luckily, to, to turn the meeting around. But anyway, I always wonder why he did that. Did he do that to test me? Or what I realized, he did that to show me that failure is not that bad. Kind of sucked now that I think about it. Still a little hurt about that one. But, uh, you know, I always remember that experience because it, it literally can't get worse than that. I've tasted what embarrassment in a work setting really looks like and failure. I know what it looks like now and I'm not afraid of it. Now, contrast that five years later, public speaking presentations is one of my best skill sets. I, I, I kind of crush me because I love it. I enjoy the process. So again, not to sound cliche, but true, what truly matters is that you know how to get up, dust yourself off, uh, and get back up. That is so important to your confidence. We all need to fail. You need to experience it. You need to live it. You need to swim in it. You need to just crave it. And you need to fail in as many aspects of the word as possible. You could fail at a presentation. You know, you need to get rejected from a job, denied a promotion, broken up with by your girlfriend or boyfriend, told no over and over and over again. Um, so, you know, I, I'd really encourage you just to embrace that as part of the process when you're thinking about your self-confidence. So that's my first, my first point, right? Confidence comes from the things you have just as much as it comes from the things that you do not have or the things that you failed at. 
But when I think about confidence, I think there's a kind of a second overlooked point to my to my um, point earlier that I think once you address it, it will really help you kind of create inherent confidence in yourself. And that's a mindset shift in that we need to stop judging others so harshly. And I'll say it again. We need to stop judging others so harshly. Not because that's a nice little, you know, rainbow PSA, but uh, there's more to it. And I, and I, I, to back up, I totally get it. You know, we're all kind of critical of others in our own heads, right? We might laugh at someone, you know, falling in the street. We might, you know, you know, think negative thoughts about someone who's out of shape. Like we do it. Um, this is natural. And uh, some of us are more critical than others, but it's a natural human tendency, right? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna debate that. But here's the problem with that. I don't think we realize it. When we start judging other people harshly in our mind, our, our soul and our mind and our heart, it expects the same in return from others. We expect that others are also judging us in the same exact way. You know, spending time looking at other people's lives and having negative thoughts about them, they really only serve one purpose, and that's to reaffirm and affirm negative thoughts in our own life. That's, that's about it. Think about it, right? But what's the point of that? right? Those negative thoughts are only that. Unless you're a real jerk, you don't act on those thoughts, right? You don't run up to someone and tell them exactly what you're thinking about that, right? So they only serve one purpose, to sit in your head and hurt you, yourself. They serve no other purpose. And I was was thinking about this the other day, man. I was walking down the street behind this woman who was literally right in the middle of the sidewalk. And I don't know about you, but if you live in a big city, people don't know how to walk on sidewalks. It's like a big pain point. But anyway, I was like, in my head, I was thinking all these like the meanest thoughts in the world that I could think about this woman, just really hurtful stuff. And I kind of snapped out of it. I was like, like, man, that was, that was very mean case. Like you're a mean person, but like, why would you think that? It serves no purpose. You're not going to say anything. She's probably a very nice lady. Like why, why do that? And once I snapped out of it, I was kind of, I kind of came to my senses like, man, I, I really need to stop doing that because, you know, maybe other people are thinking that about me and I don't want that. I don't want that circular line of thought. Again, I came to realize that these thoughts are only hurting yourself and they're only hurting your confidence, whether you realize it or not. And again, not to be cliche, but if you focus on being kind in your thoughts about others in your kind of call your internal dialogue, it will in turn help you be kind in your own thoughts about yourself, which in turn will help you feel more confident in yourself. Um, I've learned that firsthand. And one more thought uh, when it comes to kind of this idea of your internal dialogue you know, don't judge others harshly to, to my point just now because of its unintended effect, but don't do it to yourself, right? You need to allow yourself to feel yourself. You need to validate your emotions. I've said it in previous episodes, but you should remind yourself that you're allowed to feel weak. You're allowed um, to feel those emotions. You're entitled to them. You should validate them because, you know, one of the worst feelings in the world is that of being disappointed in yourself. But you, you can only feel that if you let yourself think that way. Um, and I think that goes back to, you know, you need to learn to forgive yourself and just embrace the fact that you are flawed, that there are things that you have, there are things that you have not, just like everyone else. Sometimes you, you don't get the things you want. Sometimes you work hard and you don't, don't get it. You don't know. Maybe it wasn't for you. Maybe it is. Maybe it was just bad timing. And, you know, but you'll never find out if you stop trying. And the only way to find out is to get back up and keep going. Um, because again, I think the common thread here is that your greatest enemy is, uh, it's yourself, right? You're in your head too much. You're overthinking things. You're focusing on the wrong aspects of life, the things that you, you maybe don't have. Um, so I think, you know, learn that, learn to adapt your natural tendencies with what you expect of yourself and how you judge others. And I'm confident that you'll come out, you know, more confident, uh, and energized with yourself. So that's it. You know, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, I, I've really enjoyed, you know, making this, making making these every single week. 
Your confidence should be a big focus for you. When you develop it and let it work for you, amazing, amazing things happen. So to recap, you know, if you find yourself wanting to be more confident in yourself, but you're struggling because you feel that you have nothing to be confident about, you should embrace that. You should use the things that you don't have or the things that you failed at achieving or reaching to fuel your confidence. Confidence comes from the things you have just as much as it comes from the things you do not have. That is where true confidence lies. At the same time, a small mindset tweak can go a long way. You know, try your best to stop being so judgmental and such a harsh judger of others. Because whether you realize it or not, when we judge others harshly, our mind and our soul expects the same in return. We expect that others are also judging us in the same way and that it in turn affects our confidence and our ability and our enthusiasm to act with, you know, without regard to what others think. And that is confidence. So put an end to this and I'm sure you'll become more confident in yourself. So that's it. Uh, you know, again, as always, I make these episodes twice, twice a week, uh, I release them on Mondays and Wednesdays, maybe more in the future, maybe not, but for now, Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, whatever platform you're listening on right now, I appreciate you more than you know, but if you want to go ahead and hit subscribe, uh, I'd appreciate you even more. Uh, and of course you'll get the added benefit of getting these episodes as soon as they're released. Um, and as always, Shoot me a DM on Instagram if you have any requests for topics. Uh, I love requests. It makes it easier for me, so I don't have to sit down and think. You guys just tell me what you want to hear. Again, it's at case.kenny. So until next time, I'm out. had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.